This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 1976. The music. The fever. Disco swept the nation and no disco act had more of an impact than Australia's Bee Gees. 1976, the bicentennial of endodontics in the United States of America. High-speed drills and accurate bite-wing x-rays, a watershed year in dentistry. What might happen when these two powerhouse engines meet at a symbolic gold tooth? You get the upper Midwest sensation known as the DDs. That's a play on words for the dental acronym DDS. It's also the name of the hottest all-dental vocal Bee Gees tribute act in the mid-central and northwestern Minnesota and western Dakotas. You've probably seen other tribute shows. Jersey Boys, Beatlemania, Zeppelin, Brit Floyd. But we're ready to pay the extended family's dental bills this year if you've seen a better Bee Gees tribute anywhere. Music reviewer Dr. Norman Hofflock, yes, says, I've seen more than my share of Bee Gees tributes acts, but few around here can compare to the DDs. I would definitely put them in the top six of the Upper Midwest Dental Disco tribute shows. Dr. Brad Vernacular says, My land, the DD is a diesel-fueled disco tour de force every night. And NPR Village Voice music critic Ann Powers adds, Oh, oh my God. And it's me. Get up out of that seat and shake your booty with them. After an evening with the DDs, every patient gets a prize. From the glow of St. Paul's number one, welcome to another edition of Cabin Country. Give us the time and we'll take you out of the traffic and away from the levee. Let's find the place where the loons call out among the moonlit waves, where the wind sighs among the Norway pines. Pull up a dock chair, have a sip of your coffee, and get a line in the water. This is Cabin Country. Now here's Bjorn Lloydstead, and I'm Fudd Klugman with another Woodland Escape. Well, it's my pleasure to welcome you once again to the glow of St. Paul's number one. And yes, indeed, you are sitting in with Fudd Klugman and Bjorn Lloydstad here on the Cabin Country Podcast. We're glad to have them. Aren't we, Fudd? We certainly are. Certainly are. 
I know we're fewer and farther between these days, but uh, the same heart goes into it. Absolutely. All kinds of things happen, and um, as a matter of fact, tomorrow I'm going to be embarking on my third... Third trip. Up. ...trip in as many weeks with my dad. Which, yes. You know, it's pleasant enough, but, you know, you know, there's a saying somewhere, if, if you think you're enlightened, spend three days with your family. <laughs> and uh, even though my three days are separated by a whole week... Um, right. It's, right. It's still like, it's, it's all good, but... Um, yeah, we first time up was just trying to get the water going. We got the dock in. Some pump trouble, I understand. And uh, yeah, we decided, you know what? It's been about 10 years, according to my dad. Time for a new pump. New pump. Yeah. It's, a, it's a shallow well pump. You know, we only go about 15 feet down. Sure. So I've, I've learned a lot about uh, what you need and how to put it in. And um, after a long day of going back and forth to town and all the parts fit, relatively no leaks around the pump. But my dad noticed that when we let the water flow into the cabin, there was a leak underneath. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, wh where's that coming from? Then we went inside and sure enough, water on the bathroom floor. Ooh, no good. And it looked like pretty serious. And then what my dad figured is, well, I think it's the pipes behind the shower. Mm -hmm. now, I don't know if anybody remembers or if I even posted. I don't think I even did. That we took video. I yep. Remember with, of, with of the, blowing uh, out the, the shower. Sears shop vac. Yeah. Yeah. It was going to be the last half year of the shop vac to use this and a hose. Just the top of a shop vac and a garden hose with duct tape. Yep. You stick it on the top of the head. It's the highest point of the water line is the where the shower head is. Absolutely. Take off the shower head. Hold the hose in place. <laughs> blow it out. Blow it. Out. But I forgot to do something when we did that, Bjorn. I forgot to open up the shower faucet. By God, sir. So all I blew out was about two feet of PVC pipe. <laughs> and I shouldn't chuck water, water was trapped, and yeah. so it froze, froze solid and over the winter. Yeah. So Yikes. back up I go tomorrow with Pops. Yeah. With, uh, I don't know, I, I, I hope we can make a fairly it. successful self-taught plumber. Is he? Is he yeah. Not? Yeah. Seems well, he... Like Definitely comes from the do-it-yourself, the DIY School guy. Thought, you bet. We got our dock in. Yeah, this and time this was you and a winch, right? With some kind, yeah, kind I, thoughts from your dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we rolled in. Yeah, we got the, the lift in as well. And that took some doing. And uh, while my dad continued to work on the pump, I, with the help of the winch attached yes. to a trailer hitch on my, on my car, it's a Durango, it's a... Not a truck. I'm just not a truck guy, I'm afraid. Oh, afraid. man. Sorry, maybe we've lost some listeners uh, there. Yeah. Oh, come on, FUD. But it's, oh, well, the Durango's... Kind uh, of crossover, right? I mean, got a pretty good... It, I did research engine. before we got that car. It's got more power than the average like SUV-rated right. kind of So you can haul thing. the tracker. Hauled the tracker just fine last year. And uh, going to haul the tracker tomorrow. Yes. Up and, and put put the boat in. Get her back in the river. And uh, That'll be exciting. Planning on heading up Memorial Day weekend. That uh, indeed, open it up. The uh, the Midwest summertime rush to get to our cabins. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But uh, looking forward to that with the family. But you bet. In the meantime, uh, in the meantime, we've had a, a recent interview under the glow of St. Paul's. We have. One. Thank you, Fudd. You're absolutely right. I, as a wayward youth in the Twin Cities of the '80s, uh, with a, with a love for really loud music. <laughs> I stumbled upon a group called Boy Elroy. They were kind of a East Side St. Paul, great, you know, garage rock, punk rock 
kind of alternative. Very cool stuff. But, you know, time marches on, and uh, so we were joined at uh, JNS Coffee Roasters. Oh, yes. On Randolph, great Minnesota. Coffee. Outstanding coffee, outstanding people, and a great place to meet up with my, you know, long time. I, I guess I've just been aficionado of his guitar playing. I, I more so from the old loud rock and roll kind of days. Um, you perhaps, Bud, more from these days, inside of the last 20 years or so, where Joel's been very much a jazz Right. Guitarist. Jazz guitar. Acoustic yeah. and electric. Um, got a couple different outfits working together, doing all kinds of venues and, and jazz clubs, and taught some of my youthful charges how to play guitar. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So it was just kind of like an all around. And then, and then my brother in law's father in law, who's up here every, every summer to kind of hang with the family mm -hmm. a bit, family. And he said, Oh, man, you got to. You guys got to get over to JNS and, and hear hear Joel Shapira play guitar. It's unbelievable. I was like Joel Shapira. That sounds familiar. like the guy from Boy Elroy. <laughs> 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 and uh, yeah, so we just kind of got wheels turning a little bit and talked to some of the folks behind the counter and got in touch with Joel and he was gracious enough to join us. And I think uh, even you know all thoughts archtop guitars and and playing with the greats. He's still got an angling story or three for us, which is, is oh, a beautiful, yeah. beautiful thing. And he, yeah. he, he's going to share with you, our esteemed listeners, you know, his favorite summertime cure for if you're playing jazz guitar at somebody's event and the mosquitoes are flying around you. Ah, oh, yes. Which, which repellent's really going <laughs> to not only double as, a, as a, a stage, you know, tool, but might, might just work for you up in the BWCA, too. Never, right. You never know. You never right. know. Or out on the go. Indeed. Hard to say. So good coffee and a beautiful day. And For those of you outside, in, like in the warmer climates, uh, it's, it's quite a thing for us Minnesotans to get out and, Finally, and spend an afternoon out on a sunny day. Free of jackets. In May. Yeah, free of jackets. And it's pre-bugs. Right. And it's uh, Real when you're shoulder having season. great coffee from JNS. Yeah. Uh, no, yep. no, they're not paying anything to. No, for us to. They were just kind it. enough to let us. Yes, interview they just said, Joel "Sure, Shapiro bring your microphone." Right a couple mentions out there, but we should. They're yeah. doing quite well. They're they're they are the local. They don't favorite. need our help. They don't need our help, <laughs> but we're glad to give it if they need it. So, indeed. Yeah. Well, why don't we? Uh, should we hear from Mr. Joel Shapiro? Yes, indeed. Jazz impresario. Is that, am I using the right word there? Fun. Well, sure. Well, he's he's a he's a master guitarist, excellent guitarist, and. Uh, and I think I even coax a couple of old stories out of the boy Elroy days out of him. Yeah. Which uh, he was very kind to, to share because I was like, oh, man, the heady days of youth. You guys were the best. That's great. There weren't I, any of your regrets. I don't, I don't really remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, man. You were so good. You know? That's awesome. Ah, excellent stuff. And a great afternoon. So let's, uh, let's take it to uh, the outdoors behind JNS Coffee Roasters on Randolph and St. Paul. And join up with uh, jazz guitarist Joel Shapiro here on Cabin Country. And we're joined today, luckily enough, by Joel Shapiro, local jazz entrepreneur, musician, historian, etc., uh, live performer. Bjorn? Yes. 
Fudd. How are you? Greetings. This is an honor Greetings for me, to you, sir. Thanks. Honor and thank for you. me specifically, Joel, because well, I go way back to your old days when you were playing the punk rock stuff. Yeah, man. I and, mean, uh, that's that's back a ways now. Boy Elroy. Yeah, right. we're talking we're talking forty years. Favorite so, ever. Wow. Favorite ever. This is not art. An unbelievable, unbelievable piece. But we're here, of course, today thank with you, you on Cabin Country, and uh, really interested in your thoughts on cabins, yep. tents, baits, <laughs> and trolling. Well, you know, what else could we want? Trolling, I mean, trolling has its multiple meanings now. Absolutely, <laughs> you know, it certainly does. But yeah. but if you're if you're referring to fishing, fishing, you know, yes. I I you know what I can give you some answers about that. I love it. I All love right, it. yeah. Now I didn't grow up listening to you when in the early punk days. Right. Can you still find that music so we can have a sampling here to share with the? It, it, it is online. If you if you go to YouTube and okay, just ent- enter the name. Enter. Right. This is not art. Yep. There's a couple people, and I have no idea who they are, that posted think, samples of the record. Thinking one might be an old friend of mine. Yeah, I don't. Like, I, I don't recognize the names. I mean, the Minutemen want to be Boy Elroy. Like, well, yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm with you. It was a. I mean, it was it was youth. It's a fun you know? time. It was youth. And, yeah, uh, it was a fun yeah. time. Kind of in the '80s, the early '80s. Early or? '80s. Yeah. Hearing in your music the seeds of future jazz, interestingly enough. Uh, that's and, in, and then insightful. I, I became a public school teacher for years and years and years. Wow. And uh, several of my students were guitar students of yours. Oh. Curiously enough. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, I won't. All right. No names will be named. No, here, that's but, cool. You know, I, I mean, like, I, over the years, I've, wow. taught, I've taught a lot of yeah. people. Like, you, so, you inter- you, you're learning guitar from that guy. That's yeah. like an honor, man. Well, you're really <laughs> kind. Thank you. It's nice of you to say. Oh, way over caffeinated. One of the two. I'm not going. Well, well keep, keep them coming. Little, okay, yeah. <laughs> no. Joel, did you ever know Lake Hammond? Yes, I knew Lake Hammond ever since I was a little kid. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, he's he's a an old radio guy. He retired years ago, I think. Right. But, uh, I remember his great voice. Kind of when I was starting to listen to jazz in the nineties. Lake Hammond. La- Lake Lay. L e i g h Hammond. Oh, okay. Yeah. He yeah, would yeah. be considered like the, the the preeminent one of the actually one of the greatest jazz kind of radio personalities and just um, entrepreneurs right. in the country anywhere. You know. Yeah. So he did interviews. I mean, as far back as I'm guessing, the, maybe the 50s. Oh, wow. yeah. So he interviewed people like Ella Fitzgerald. And, sure. I mean, you can go over his whole list of, I mean, it's really a who's who in jazz, you know, mm-hmm. the chronology of the music. And then now, they've recently started rerunning them on, can I give a radio station info? Well, why not? Yeah. Okay. Hope so. I, yeah. Yeah, I uh, hope so. KBEM, <laughs> right. 88.5, right. the jazz station. Yeah, yeah. So okay. they have the, the, the Lake Hammond Legacy Project. Okay. Oh, awesome. that preserved that, that preserved all his recordings, and uh, it's, a, it's a treasure. Yeah. You know, and I actually, I know the guy, the guy who curates that, this guy Brad, is a trombone player that I've done gigs with over the years, mm-hmm. and he showed me the library like the physical library where these reel-to-reel tapes wow, exist, yeah. and it's just yeah. the, it's an, a massive stash wow. of this stuff. You know, wow. it's incredible. So, that's th- yeah. Very so cool. there's that, but yeah, 
That's cool. Yeah, it was like he interviewed famous musicians, and they knew him as being famous, you know, like Miles Davis musicians and stuff like that. Wow. That's the truth. Yeah. And and they, they knew hard boppers and just yep. as much about him as he knew about the music. So, yeah, he was a legend. You I, know? Fig- I figured, uh, you know, you'd, you'd know him. Or I, do, I do. Know yeah. of him. Yeah, I, he's been gone for a while now. Yeah. But, you know, I mean... He, he, he left a legacy. I mean, there's no doubt. That you was know. never a part of, like, the KLBB days or anything, right? That was uh, no, yet I, another I yeah, station. MPR? Number, so. MPR? Yeah, I think okay. it was NPR. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Yep. at any rate, uh, so you grew up fishing. Or did you grow up uh, with, uh, with an uncle who... <laughs> yeah, uh, an uncle. <laughs> so, like, have, have I did. And, and this, you know, I, I was lucky to have uh, an uncle who was, like, a super avid outdoorsman. And mm-hmm. he, you know, he... Um, my that side of my family was born and raised in northern Minnesota, and okay. what what could be a better place to fish right. than yeah. that? Right. So you know, as a kid, we made you know at least a couple trips up there every summer, and uh, from like an early age, he'd have me out in the boat, you know, and and I I love fishing. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just yeah. like on a nice day, you know, right. a warm day like today or whatever. Right. Get out there and you cast the line in, and you're on, you're in the middle of a really beautiful, quiet lake. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't beat it. Right. But then, I mean, like when you catch a fish, you know, I mean, oh, yeah. the that, excitement. That comes close, yeah. That's it, a, that it, almost it, beats it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's a great combination. Unless it's an eel pout. I did catch one of those once. Did I didn't really? know what it was. Wow. They're like they're own. like brown with yellow spots. Yeah. And I was Burps. like, yeah. I couldn't. I had no clue what it was. <laughs> right. Right. What so thank you. Answered that question for me. What lakes uh, up in the? Part well, of the... there was there was a lake called Gilstead Lake. Gilstead. Gilstead. Okay. Yeah, in cool. in that was uh, in a t- in a small town called Black Duck, Minnesota. <laughs> oh, okay. And, and then uh, that that would have been a lake that, uh, you know, like where I fished as a kid. Right. That would have been the one where I was the most, and I, and you know, it's like you get to know the lake. Yeah, and like your favorite spots, and all sure. that kind of thing. Were you, wow. ever, were you wow. ever wetting a line in Heinz or Ten Strike? Oh, I know those areas. <laughs> Pro- probably, probably. My family used to live in Black Duck. Oh yeah, so. those the, those little towns—they're oh, yeah. all yeah. kind of like connected. Yeah. You yeah. know, I can never I think, remember like which one is you know further yeah. north, further south. But well, Bem- Bemidji was the bigger, the kind town. of the hub, yeah, the yeah. county seat, if you will. Yeah, so it was yeah. like 25 miles or so right. away from wow. right. Black Duck. Well, Black Duck was allegedly uh, the story was that it was a giant duck that Paul Bunyan had shot down, right? That would this make sense. Massive shotgun, of yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they named the town after where it landed, and I think that, the impression that, of the duck hitting formed it, it, one it, of the lakes. It, so. You know, I'm going to take your word for that. And I might be making this stuff up. You so might be, but you know what? It's a great myth. I mean, since since I've never really, I've wondered that, right, like where right. the name came from. Yeah. And if you Black ever duck. went through that town, they yeah. probably still have it. But there's at least one giant statue oh, of yeah. the big duck. Yeah, and the and the big phony shotgun. So you've seen, you've seen it. I have. Yeah, I have, so, yeah. right, yeah. so everything, like, Bemidji obviously was yep. Paul Bunyan and oh yeah and Babe Babe the yeah. blue right so it's, that's oh, yes. you know yeah sourdough what was his name well sourdough Sam but that's more that in the, the it's kind of the Brainerd uh, Paul Bunyan land the brain kind of. part of yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. which is just as much fun it just is as much fun yeah it is was there a particular uh, type of fish that you really like to hook into you were just <laughs> that's like, a great question <laughs> i love west montgomery but frankly, yeah. <laughs> frankly this is it's a yeah. great question all yeah. right so here's here's the way that i look at it you know especially on that particular lake the most the, you know 
the most fun that I had was fishing for northerns. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, fighters. because they're right. They were yeah. bigger, they were fighters, and, yep. and it was fun. And yeah. I felt like I, I, I knew how to like go about catching them better. Yep. But, of course, like the maybe the better eating fish were walleyes. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they weren't, it, you know, walleyes, you know, and I could tell you about this, right? So if you guys have fished, you know, you'd put the big sinker on, let yep. it hit the bottom, yeah. and just... You know, yeah, let it bounce. jerk around. Yeah. yeah, let it bounce. Which I mean, so you know, I wouldn't say that's like it. It, it doesn't have the excitement element of like trolling for right. a northern. Right. But when you'd catch them, I mean, they were so delicious to eat. Right. Yeah. So it was like you were looking at it more as like a, kind of a hunter gatherer. Right. You know. Right. You know. So. Um, there was that, yeah. but but I liked I liked you're going to talk about trolling, so I know I knew yes. where to troll on this lake All for right. northerns, and, and I'd go with go. my brother, yep, and like we'd go down the shoreline, every time we'd get a five pound northern. Oh wow, you know That's I cool. mean oh yeah, and this includes you know, so as wow. as as time goes by, as mm-hmm. you guys know, because mm-hmm. I'm guessing we're all sort of in the same age yep. bracket. Yep. You see people in your family less and less and less Correct. extended family. Yes. Until, uh, you know, it gets to the point where, well, I see them at some weddings, but now I'm starting to see more of them like at f- memorial services right. and yeah. funerals. Right. Yeah. right. That's Absolutely. why we would end up up there. You know, mm-hmm. my grandfather, you know, that whole generation all lived there. So we'd go up there. But what I'm getting at is, so we didn't go up there for maybe, I don't know. It would have been at least 10 years, I suppose. Right. And then we went up there for a service like that. And then I got got in the boat with my brother. We were able to get out, went down the <laughs> shoreline, caught a five-pound northern. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Time yep. travel. Yep. Time so travel. it's like nothing had changed. Oh, that's awesome. It was great. It. Wow. You know. I, I got to oh. be honest, Joel. I, I loved trolling because I was fairly ADHD and the whole idea of just sitting there at anchor yeah. drove me crazy I was like I'll just drive the boat dad you can fish <laughs> you know? yeah, that's what I mean about say like the walleye fishing yeah I mean as a 10 year old kid it's like uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah I mean uh, you know it, it, it's you got to be patient and that that got you know a little old, yeah you got ready to jump in yourself like I'm gonna go y- catch the y- thing with my you own know yeah hands I wasn't a good swimmer though and it was a, that lake yeah. was deep it was 140 feet deep Cold wow in some so. spots yeah yeah, yeah. So. well that's probably why you got an eel pout because they're they're down there yeah. oh is that it I think so bottom the bird bombs that could be yeah look like a like like a kind of the catfish suckerfish family yeah Freshwater cod, they're often referred to. But Is my, that right? My dad used to say something you just beat to death on the side of the boat. It wraps around your arm, oh. bur- burps at you, and then makes <laughs> makes this horrible smell. Like, wow, it sounds great. Let's yeah. do more of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah whatever. It's yeah. all good. Well, I do have a question here, Joel, for yep. you from Spud Tollickson of Babbitt, Minnesota. <laughs> Is there a particular brand of outboard fishing motor you are partial to? And if so, why? <laughs> That's a gross. Old Spud? Old Spud. He wrote in? Spud, wow. spud, long lost Spud. Yes. All right, uh, you know, so we we I remember we had an Evinrude. Oh yes. Okay, so and then 
Isn't there like a, a, a Johnson outboard? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah, that's what was on the boat that absolutely. we used to use all the time. It had that kind of rounded green metal. It was. Yeah. It was. It was a funny color, and I yeah. remember this. So if you got to figure, if this would have would have been like say like 1975, right? If you had an older motor, you're, yep. it could have been like from the mid 60s, maybe. Sure. Oh yeah. Who, who knows what? Right. And I remember. See, here's another thing that my uncle taught me, which was a huge revelation. So I'd be out there in the boat, and, and, and like, this engine doesn't, you know, I could get right. it started, which was right. a big deal when you're 10, yeah. you know, you're yeah. jumping around and you're out there, and, uh, but it didn't have enough power to, like, get through the water, like, right. you think it <laughs> right. should. Right. And then he showed me how to adjust the, uh, like, the carburetor. Okay, yeah. So you get the fuel mixture right. Play with the choke a little yeah, bit. Yeah, play with the choke there and all that. It's, yeah. it's an engine, yeah. and I didn't yeah. know anything about that. Oh. And as, as soon as he both. showed me how to set that dial, yeah. we were up and running. <laughs> you know. Do you remember the horsepower on that? Joke? Uh, I, I'll put it to you like this: it was powerful enough that you could have like water skied behind it. Oh, like okay. a thirty or a forty. A thirty, or something. I'm yeah. thinking something yeah. like that. Okay. Which for uh, for a small fishing boat yeah, was like a lot of power. That's, well, that's some serious good. action. I mean, yeah. Can, yeah. Well, yeah. if it's a big lake, you kind of want to get out. You you'd have to. It was. I'd say it was like for a northern Minnesota lake. Like medium size, but you know, it also mm-hmm. it connected. There was like kind of three lakes, you know, one, two, three, and one being the biggest, and that was sure. the one we fished all that the time. That was because uh-huh. that's where the property was right. that right. my family lived in at the time. You know, so it was a family home or a family. It was. Cabin it, it would have been so. If you want the history of that, and this is really as as best I remember it. Sure, it would have been my great my great grandfather settled there uh, and built a cabin on that lake mm-hmm. um, and uh, I did because you're going to ask about cabins I did stay in that cabin and this was a cabin I mean like in the truest sense of the world you know like no plumbing right no electricity absolutely you know o- outhouse outhouse yeah if you're if lucky, you're lucky. Yeah. 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 yeah if you're lucky <laughs> you know so uh, but you know I mean that would have been built in he probably came over 1870 maybe sure. 1880 yeah I mean it, it was old yeah you know but but it held up so by the time I was a kid 10 years old or whatever it was right. still sound enough that you could actually stay in there and, oh, that's and cool. sleep in it yeah wow it was great now it's gone oh, because okay. like everything else I mean I think it did get too dilapidated yeah but they ended up doing work on like the the, the newer house they had built mm-hmm. and the shoreline and all that. And so apparently that had to go. Well, from know. from the comp. By the way, I should mention if if you don't. Oh, mind, that's right. Where mention, are we, Bjorn? Uh, yes, we are at J and F, J and S Coffee Roasters. Yeah, J and S Bean Factory. Bean Factory. Yep. Yes, fifteen eighteen Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. Yep. And for my money, as a local. Probably my favorite coffee shop in the in the in the region. It's a it's 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 a great place. It is a great place. It's, it's, it's a it's a community. Bean roasters, you know? yes. Yeah, friendly, fast, and fabulous. Yeah, the three F's, right? And yeah. and Joel, you play here frequently on Fridays. You well, said yeah. So you know, we <clears throat> fast forward. 40 years to modern times and <laughs> we go jump back and forth I don't, yeah that's cool I'll, it's like I said I'll give you my best recollections <laughs> so uh, here's so you know the duo that plays here is called Twin Town Strings yeah you know if you saw any of the promo stuff in yep. the CD and whatever CDs in there, in there. Yeah. so this is guitar and, and banjo wow. and uh, that actually started it was in May I bet it was about five years ago right now mm-hmm. and Pete 
Pete Hennig, the great musician. He's also a great jazz drummer, and that's how I knew him originally. Okay. We were doing jazz gigs together with him on drums, and periodically you'd be like, yeah, I play some banjo. You know, wow. and I was like, well, that's interesting, because yeah. you know, I don't know that I've known one other jazz drummer, per se, that like plays, plays banjo. banjo. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm not to say they're not out there, but still. Right. So I said, you know, one day I got to thinking, because he used to live six blocks that way. Sure. I live six blocks that way. And right. I said, hey, Pete, I'm going to talk to, you know, the manager here at the time, and I'm going to ask him if we can come out and play on the patio. Yeah. And he was into it. Yeah. All right. And, and that was that was my introduction to, like, uh, the world of bluegrass music, mm-hmm. uh-huh. you know, which is something, and this is the truth, I, I knew nothing about. Right. Never yeah. listened to, n- never played at all. Right. You know, but but what what... What I like about it is, is that it really that this whole thing <laughs> bloomed into this thing that now it's turned out to be this great, you know, little endeavor that yeah. kind of keeps yeah. getting bigger. I mean, it's taken on a life of its own to, to the oh, point where, I mean, we have a lot of regular followers here. So sure. we do the noon, noon to two on Fridays. Okay. And, and there's, like, you saw the people I'm saying hi to when they're yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. They, 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 a lot of them come around to listen to the yeah. group. And they, 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 they know me. I mean, I met all the people at this place right. from playing here. Right. And then consequently for coming in for coffee all the time. Yep. So, yeah. Very well, maybe, cool. maybe they're starting to do a digital recording catalog of like well here they are on May 15th you, you know if we look Remember when they really they hit it during I, uh, we, you know. yeah we, I mean it's like anything we we have our really really on days and days where we're you're, not as on and your own deadhead kind of type totally well <laughs> yeah you got to understand the, the the original idea behind this project was to have a a group you know a musical endeavor that like had zero yeah. stress yes. it was the outlet you know, in contrast wow. to all the other gigs we did, oh, we so could come here on Fridays, play, out. sit out here in the sun, drink some great coffee, yep, and yeah. just have fun. Right. You see, and and I mean, it still is that, but now, the fact whenever you have more, uh, you know, just attention to the group and the right. CD, and we're playing around right. other places and all this, you know, it's like you know, there's there's the same kind of musical. Got to have this prepared. You, right. you just want it to sound as good as you can. Absolutely. So if that makes Absolutely. sense, without a doubt. So, but without we still we still kind of wink at each other and just say no pressure, you yeah. know, because yeah. we both remember that was the motto. Without a doubt. Well, getting back on the concept of trolling. Yes. Our good friend Mickey Schmidt wants to know what your favorite lure is when you go trolling. So <laughs> I can give you an the answer. Joel Shapiro favorite here? What the Daredevil. The Daredevil. Hey. Absolutely. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. A- absolutely. And, and to be more specific, the medium-sized red and white Daredevil. Red and white. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's a Which, classic. That's like the kind of... I think that's like maybe the first one. Does that seem right yeah, or not? Yeah, they get that I interesting so. kind of like wobbly yeah, motion under the water. Yeah, and then, and yeah. then I remember, I, you know, that was another thing, of course. You grow up, move on. You don't yeah. get to fish all the time, which right. you, pro- you know you should be able to, but you don't. Right. right. But then, long story short, then I'd see like these lures. Of all now, there's like you know, eighty colors of. <laughs> yeah. I don't want that. The yeah. copper with the neon orange. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. Let's go old school. They're, they're comp- and I want, they're, I want, I want the devil's head in the middle of it too. That's what yeah. makes it authentic. Yeah, like that right. little 
weird thing from the Twilight Zone. I know William ex- Shatner. I know yeah. exactly what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, I want to see the devil's yeah. head on that lure, or it's not. Yeah. Anyway. We're two for two. Uh, David Ebner from uh, Yeah, Yeah, Fine. Also a, also a daredevil is, guy. Yeah, he's dare, lower Red and white daredevil. Was for trolling. trolling. I mean, you yeah. know, that's the go-to, yeah. I think. Yeah. And for us, just casting off the dock. We're on a river in our cabin, and I keep saying almost every show, <laughs> we just cast off the dock and well, can catch a northern pretty regularly. Oh, that's fun. Northern. I mean, and, uh, they're not five pounds, but... Uh, largemouth. It's all right. Fair number of largemouth. Largemouth on the on the worm. sunfish with grand schemes. Rubber, rubber purple worms and uh, and daredevils. That's kind yep. of what yeah. we're, yeah. we're throwing off the dock yep. here. The but, problem uh, there is it's it's the, the river, and by midsummer, it's... Oh, yeah, it's so weedy. You're, you're ripping up the weeds. Was, was, uh, yeah. Yeah. was yeah. the lake you fished on weedy or yeah, big enough where you could get out away from the lake? Back then, not so much. Because okay. for one thing, I mean, it wasn't there was, at that time. Anyways, there was no public access to that lake. Okay, oh. you either had to have property, and there was you know it right. was not that populated up right. there in the seventies. Wow. Well, but but there was like a couple resorts, so there'd be some people out there with motors. But uh, that lake was, I mean, by all standards, like pretty clean. Yeah, you know. But and I don't. I mean, you know, there was weeds, of course. In towards shore, and sure. you, and then you know you want to fish, you want to fish where you know in the weeds. Absolutely, catch a bass. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. We caught we caught crappie. Yep. Yes. You know, yeah. in, on the lily lily pads. Yeah. You know. The interesting right. thing is those two, and Fud, you'll you'll probably jump in on this to some extent. The crappie fight like the devil. Oh, they do. It's unbelievable. For, fun. for how big they are. Yeah. Yeah. One of one of our. Past guests said, "Yeah, they go sideways and they just start with no, yeah, not going to happen." Yeah, no, pulling, for you know. for how big they are, it's like yeah. you, you you think you got like some kind of giant whale, yeah, whatever, <laughs> yeah. I, but they're you not know, a yeah. They, they, I remember we'd we'd fish crappies and there was just seasons up there where like the crappies are biting, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and, and the and they were. It's like yeah. you just ta- cast, Slash. reel it in. Yeah. This you is know. the time of year right now. May is a yeah. good crappie good month. They're, they're in the shallows, uh, you know. Yeah, feeding and feeding and mating and doing all kinds of spring yeah. springtime stuff. They were good to eat too. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I remember that. that. Probably my favorite. I yeah. have to say, sunfish and, and uh, pumpkin seeds and crappie. Yeah, yeah, they're all delicious. They're all delicious. Kind of a pain in the neck to clean. Yeah, I was going to mention that. So yeah, since you know, I was just a kid. Uh, just. The, you know, the uncle did the cleaning. Yep. Oh, right. Know? That was my dad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, and he'd have, he'd have like, the razor-sharp fillet knife. Oh, yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just, the bendy blade. It was, yeah, it was like a sushi shop, <laughs> yeah, yeah, only, yeah. you know, from northern Minnesota. Right, right. So, yeah, I remember watching that, and I was thinking, this is all right, you know. Well, we're going to take a moment and get some more of this incomparable coffee from J.S. Bean Factory. But don't go away. We've got more from guitarist Joel Shapira right after this. This segment of Cabin Country is brought to you by Horseshoe Plug, that satisfying chaw you might share with Granddad. Horseshoe. You'll be hard-pressed to find a more pleasing wad. Tales of the Cabin Country Outdoors Agents. Join us at GSPN for another edition of Torgy Torgerson, an agent who never rests. Regale in the grandeur that is the new-look office at Outdoors Agency HQ. Torgy, 
You'll handle it. You always do. Errol Inchpin, I can count on. You don't ask why. You ask how high. Fill your mug, get in the truck, and make it happen. Well, Lou Cap, I need your signature on this requisition form for a Kevlar vest. Well, bring it up here. We haven't got all day. Uh, if, if you don't mind, Cap, uh, it's just a little difficult to read your expressions when you're backlit like this. When did you elevate your desk? You must be 13 feet above on that dais up there. Mind your own beeswax, Torgy. You're on a need-to-know basis. All right, all right. Sorry, Captain. Moving up. Thrill to the speed of the chase as Torgy races against time to reach a suspect who's on the move. This is Torgerson trying to raise the agency. Anybody got their ears on, friends? I'm trying to get to the old abandoned spoolcraft cabin before the suspect gets away clean. I just got a text from field agent Glunson that the perp is still on the site. He's quickly taken apart his lab, however. Anybody. Hello. I'll, I'll probably need backup. I don't get called on too many drug raids. Torgy, did you get there? Backup is on the way. We won't send you in alone. Hold your position if you're on the way or near the property. These dealers play for keeps. Well, I'm, I'm already here. I I must have taken my superhero vitamins today. I, I just lit them up and headed onto the property. Uh, what was left of the lab is smashed, but there's probably enough on site to test for drug production. He was gone, however, he and his pals, and I have no idea what they were driving to hightail it to. The phone tip didn't really give us much. Stay on site, Torgy, until the sheriff arrives. This is some valuable cooperative work with law enforcement. We need to make sure the evidence stays put and no one messes with it. No worries there. I'm not going anywhere. My only hope is that the backup shows soon and this knucklehead is dumb enough to return to his stash. Gads, it's hot. I really worked up a thirst burning adrenaline like this. I'm going to help myself to the water cooler here while I wait for backup. No worries, kids. I'm not going anywhere. Three refills off the water cooler and his thirst quenched, Torgy fills in the freshly arrived backup support. And now that local law enforcement is also on site, Torgy takes his leave. Outdoor agent needed at Crest- Crestra Lake. Cabin owner concerned about the aggressive tendencies of an outdoor raccoon on his property. Fire number KL37844 off the Little Maple Road. Torgy responding. I'm, uh, I'm Kestrel bound. Raccoons. They seem to be repeat customers. Copy that. Thanks, Torgy. Do you have the trap in your truck? Sure, I've got a trap. We all have a trap, right? I'll... I'll grab that trap and snap it on its back. That's the facts, Jack. Meanwhile, back at the agency... I've entered into negotiations with the raccoon. He assures me that Ontario's borders will remain secure. It would be in everyone's best interest to speak of many things. Of shoes, ships, sealing wax, and cabbages, and kings... I, I think that mammal and some of his pals should join me in forming a consortium. Should they join me in creating a free thought compound real near Merlin Lake? We, we, we could play music and paint. We, we could be free to produce pirate radio to, to ride our machines and not be hassled by the man. But, but, but really, who am I? I, 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 I nobody. The raccoon. A remover of time and space that raccoon synergizes into a glowing or perpetual motion. Sonic purity. Incomprehensible in most languages. He is stardust. He is gold. Me. I'm a court herald. I announce the approach of the spheres. He and those like him power the cosmos. Anybody know where I can lay down? 
Bro, you better pipe down. What the heck? You're being called into the boss. 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 He's a different guy right now. You'd better straighten out. Hey, 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 Target, I was going to lead off with, did you nab him? But looking at you, I have other questions I'd like to pose. Torgy! 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 Outdoors agents, it is my honor to welcome you to our 53rd annual Congress of the Upper Midwest Cabin Country Outdoors Agents. We have quite a lineup this year, including new tactics for guaranteeing compliance with size requirements for walleyes. <laughs> we'll also be joined this year by Grubble Tarts. Is that right? Grubble Tarts. Grubble Tarts. We will also be joined this year by Grubble Tarts the Bruin to describe regionally accurate methods of playing the sitar in quantum level time travel. Grubble Tarts. Grubble Tarts. But first, everyone's favorite truck jockey and quick draw field agent. Torgy Torgerson. Torgy got it. Torgy got his start as zebra muscle shucker in 2002. He then decided to pursue patrol work in the great outdoors and got his agent's degree from the University of Wisconsin River Falls before getting hired on the CCOA. Christ, I'm All right, agents, let's settle down. Christ. Come on, fellas, shape up. <laughs> Before we listen to Torgy explain the new... Come on, fellas. Before we listen to Torgy explain the new addenda to bulk minnow... Before we listen to Torgy explain the new addenda to bulk minnow trapping, the Cabin Country Outdoors Chorus would like to favor us with a number. Now where are we? Torgy, grab the lifeline, buddy. I feel like you're fading into the far horizon. Torgy! 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 But oh, that the romantic chasm which slanted down the ground before the cedar cover. A savage place is holy and enchanted. Air beneath his heart was haunted by woman waiting in love. And from this chasm, ceaseless turmoil As if this earth is fast, thick pants were breathing. As if this earth is fast, thick pants were breathing. As if this earth is fast, pants How have you been, Torgy? The word on the force was that you were uh, in pretty rough shape. What do, you, what do you suppose brought that on? Last time I saw you, things were way off. Yeah. You know, one of the last things I recall, Will, was having some water off the tap at that drug bust location. I, I probably should have known better. I don't know. I, I got in the truck and I started heading towards Kestrel Lake and a raccoon issue kind of remember that and then in sort of a slow motion wash the world through my windshield just started becoming kind of technicolor and glittery like a sky-wide disco ball and things kind of sponge morphed into a land of shining lights and rubbery bumpers 
flashes and bells, kind of like a like a pinball machine. I don't remember a whole lot from there. Uh, last thing I was recall was what looked to be a giant eel pout rising out of the Gull River on route to 371. You're a lucky guy, Torgy. That sounds like a traffic wreck waiting to happen. I wonder how you didn't get hurt. Or worse. I don't know. Muscle memory? Dumb luck? You tell me. Spirit guides? Paid up insurance? <laughs> I have no idea. Will, I think about it now when I get the shivers. Well, we're all glad you're okay and back on the horse that threw you. The place wasn't the same without you. Well, I appreciated the kind thoughts and all the get-well gifts from you folks. Those cheese and salami boxes and the many splendor gems of a golden age. Torgy. Gems? Golden age? (laughs) Let me shake that one off. I I don't... It keeps... Yeah, I don't know. There's a few things that's going to need some reshuffling mentally after all that. That was hoofta, you know. One more thing I'd like to know, Will Graves, and I hope it's not too personal. Tori? Will, when did the right side of your head sprout whitetail antlers? And it seems as though your forehead is visibly pulsing. Uh, Captain Martinez! Well, we sure hope that our old friend Torgy gets through this fiasco in one piece. Torgy gives a lesson in good judgment this week as we consider the outdoors agency caper. Torgy in the sky with diamonds. funny question. Do you ever have a uh, fishing accident that may have like a hook in the finger that, oh no, how am I going to play the guitar? Uh, yeah, that's, that's a good question. Yeah, that, I mean, that is a good question. We've all taken a hook from time to time. I mean. Yep. I mean, there, there was fishing accidents. So, mm-hmm. let's say if I was 10 years old, I mean, I did play the guitar. Sure. You know, I would have been playing the guitar, you know, several years before that. I, I wasn't on what I would say was like a super strict practice routine or anything sure. mm-hmm. but then again you don't want to you know i mean no matter what you do to your hands or whatever right. it hurt yeah. Yeah. yeah and i remember i remember somehow or another you know the kind of stuff the kids the kids do just because they're kids yeah i managed to get like one of my fingers stuck in between like the reel you know and it's spinning and oh, the yeah. pole Oh yeah, and, and and somehow or another, and then we started trolling, and then <laughs> oh, my finger wouldn't come out. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's terrible. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I, you know, that's one of those uh, moments that I think you had like heightened uh, sensory right overload or whatever, and, and it hurt. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! And, yeah. and everyone around me knew it. <laughs> you know. So so I remember that. Watching the flocks of ducks take off from yeah, the screaming. Yeah, I mean, I just yelled. It was just like it was just like kind of raw, Ouch. raw pain. Ouch. I gotta ask you this, Joel. Yeah. Did, did you ever accidentally catch your uncle in the seat of the pants with a bad cast? No, and I, I, no. That's impressive. I yeah, yeah That's I was impressive. Here, I, I oh, here's here's some other stories about my uncle. He was a career military guy. He okay. was a Vietnam vet. Yep. Wow. Yep. And, and, and and he he was he's he was a nice guy. Don't sure. get me wrong. Absolutely. He was a sweet guy. But I referred to him. <laughs> to one of my, I, I have a friend who comes here. Yeah, you know, and he's he's, he's Norwegian, you know, and American, and and right, and yep. so was my uncle. Yeah, and I said, my, 
I said, my uncle went through his entire life with the Norwegian scowl. <laughs> if that makes any sense to you, the yeah. northern Minnesota guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And this guy here knew exactly what I yeah. meant. Yeah. So, so there was that. But, but, but when I was a kid, I didn't want to piss him off. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. And I tried, because he was also, like, kind of taking care of me. Yeah. Showing me all this stuff. And Absolutely. I was aware of that. Yeah. So it was like, you know... But so did your parents like dump you off at your uncle's or what's uh, well like that summer camp kind of thing? Yeah. Like, hey, you're gonna go hang out with that the was, uncle. That, it was my mother's my mother's brother. Yeah. Okay. And so, uh, she knew that I loved the outdoors, Absolutely. and I think I think I, she was working at the time, right? And uh, I think she figured the best way that I was gonna learn anything and just be able to do this right. would be to hang out with him. Right. Because he was already retired military at that point. Uh, yeah. He didn't work, you know, he had nothing but time. Okay. And he liked he liked, you know, being outdoors all the time. Right. And he liked me for whatever reason. Yep. You know, he had a lot of he had five sons of his own and he had a lot of nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. But I was the one and I don't I don't really honestly I don't know why he kinda he kinda um just invited me to do all this stuff, huh. you know, and I was like, this is great. Like to pass on the learning. Something like that, you know, yeah. and so, right. So Knowledge, I guess. I you guess. liked your company more yeah. than perhaps I mean, the others. You're a good of, fishing buddy, apparently. We were fishing so. buddies. Yeah. He, he, didn't, he didn't talk a lot. Right. You know, maybe, <laughs> yeah. But maybe, yeah, I, don't, I don't know what, you know, but. Uh-huh. Uh, That's cool. Yeah. Hours of companionable silence, maybe? Uh, yeah, there was no the awkward <laughs> silence in the boat. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was, he, 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 he was a funny guy, too. Don't yeah. get me wrong. He had a sense of humor and and everything else you mm. know but he was he was Fun like a very around. very serious outdoorsman he, he was very gifted as say like an artist okay you know he was a great drawer a great painter yep he could make anything with his hands and he used to make say like like you know like hunting knives yeah with hand carved wooden handles and all oh, this wow. stuff yeah and he'd show them to these stores back then they're like these are these are just like you know, works of art. Yeah. You know, wow. and yeah. he would sell them privately and that kind of thing. But I don't think he ever really he, just did it for fun or did, he it, did for it for the love of for, the art. Yeah, form. just yeah. for fun. Yeah. You know, it's not yeah. like I mean nowadays it's kinda like oh, I can sell these on the internet and I'm gonna you know, <laughs> yeah. we're all gonna get filthy rich. <laughs> yeah, you know keep having insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did I say that? Yeah, well yeah. look man, I'm a musician. <laughs> I, I get it. So Anyway, wow. there's uh, that. So I, I was lucky to have, you know, that kind of, yeah. you know, opportunities. Well, what, a, what an interesting, I mean, even back, I remember early 80s, I was like, God, Black Duck and Ten Strike and places like this. It's, yeah. it's still kind of pristine, clean. People so, aren't here. No, you no. Know? They remain small towns. Yeah. I mean, unless there yeah. was like some kind of, there's Anderson Window up there. Yeah. Or no, wait, is that, one of those companies is based... I, th- I think it is in Black Duck now. Okay. That employs, like, the majority of the people that live sure. there. Sure. Mm. You know, and if it wasn't for a place like that, I mean, you have just your kind of yeah. random, you know, small-town jobs or whatever. Right. Otherwise, I mean, I think you have to be, you either have to travel or you have to be somewhere where you can work, obviously. Yeah. It's something we always think about as we drive through these places headed up towards, like, Ely or Grand Marais. Right. Like, so if you live here your whole life, yeah. how far are you traveling to get to work. Great question. You know? Great question. Yeah. I, I don't know. But, you know, the, also the thing is, so if you're going to Grand Marais, 
and you're taking 61 all yep. the way up there? Absolutely. I mean, provided there's not a snowstorm or whatever, it, it's a it's a beautiful drive. Oh, yeah. It's gorgeous. You know, so, I yeah. mean, if you had a 30-mile commute one way up there... You could have worse problems. It's a big yeah. difference than driving from <laughs> yeah. here to YZ. I've yeah. got to go through that... That mountainside by Gooseberry Falls. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, really? Again? I'm sorry. <laughs> right. You know, so, gee whiz. you know, so. <laughs> wow. Passing Split Rock again. What right, a right. What a bummer. Yeah. Um, a question you'd kind of alluded to earlier. It's yep. funny, too, because I'm thinking back to some of my buddies from the day. Um, yeah. The, the Sods and... Uh, some of these bands from the White Bear Stillwater area. Yeah, okay. And they love that scene of the, just the 7th Street entry and the upper deck and all that yeah. great stuff. And they also love to get in a canoe and go up to the Boundary Waters. Oh, did they? Where, did you have a connection with the Boundary Waters yeah. at all, Joe? We, we went twice. Yeah? <laughs> yep. Wow. Yeah, so it's funny to say that. So yeah. the one thing the one thing that takes camping and everything to the next level yeah. is, is like going to the Boundary Waters. Yep. So like there's a huge difference between staying in a cabin where yeah. you're still there are some facilities at least nearby right as 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 opposed to like being in the boundary waters and of course when i was there this is i was a kid there's no no cell phones obviously no. not even right. close but uh you know tent tents yep you sleep in the tent sleep, use the air mattress and keep uh, that thing zipped closed because those bugs are insane. The bugs are the. I mean, it's just it was, it was like just wicked. I've never seen anything like. No, it. you got you got to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. I People mean, would light cigars just have, to drive the bugs. Away. You'd have to do something. Yeah, but you'd have to douse yourself in in because you. You right. have a question about mosquito I do, yeah, repellent? Yeah. <laughs> Our good friend Tom Taylor from Hugo would very much like to ask you what... Uh, oh, yeah. no, I'm sorry. That was, we already asked Tom's question, and Tom, I forgot to include your name. My apologies. It's the it's the magic that is the JNS Bean Roaster. I just, <laughs> it, it threw me. That would be uh, Deb. Deb Cheetah. Yes, from Buell. She wants to know what your favorite summer go-to bug repellent is. Well, Maybe you use it on stage, too, because you do. can't be slapping it. Yeah, I mean, you know. And is it I, tough enough to withstand the BWCA in June? That, that's a great question. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm just going to give you the standard answer. I mean, I use off. Yeah. You know, although woods, it's like everything up. else, of course. Now, off. It's like extra super strength off with a, yeah, you know, right, right. it's like, and I'm it'll st- melt your skin. Right. <laughs> right I'm still yeah. thinking, well, this is the same stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, I don't know until, until I actually find something that I think actually works better. Yeah. I just, you know, it's kind of the go to. Well, do you end up playing a lot of shows, Joel, where you're outside? And I, all? over the years I've played like yeah. hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a point in time. Uh, I'd say about 20 years ago sure. or so, where I, where I, I was doing like a lot of wedding ceremonies, uh-huh. you know, in some capacity or another, either just solo guitar or me and a, yeah. another musician. But a lot of those are outside. So if you guys attend weddings in Minnesota, mm-hmm. you, you know that mm-hmm. people love the outdoor oh, scene. Yeah, absolutely. And, it, and it's great, but you, you, you have all the outdoor kind of liabilities with the weather absolutely and, and bugs and but you know the thing about the thing about uh like the mosquitoes in particular when you're playing an instrument is your hands are occupied correct now yeah. unless you want to you know <laughs> really stop in the middle lose of lose that riff and smack yeah, yourself in well, the neck <laughs> i mean sometimes you really have to yeah there's some moments like if you're doing a, a wedding or something like yeah. that where it's just like you know, this would really be 
a bad time to stop playing the music, <laughs> yeah. you know, and and possibly curse at the the deer fly. That exactly, you, you can't do that. I mean, you could, but you know, you but but son yeah. yeah. So so I mean, first thing I do is wear. I'd cover as much as I could. Sure, you know, but they they they, they get you. I yeah. mean, they're yep. they're trained to oh, like they're hone experts. in on experts. They are Infrared. so no matter what, it's like on your neck. Yeah, and it's like and you're. You know, there and so there was that. But yeah. the, I, I would, you know, to really answer the question. I, I would, I would, I would have been just like uh, ravaged without right. mosquito repellent. Right. You know. So I figured, off. It, uh, yeah, yeah, off. So I figured that at least helped. Right. You know. Not just a. Yeah. I got stung by a bee once though. Doing a, doing a garden wedding. Wow. Yeah. I, I kept mean, going. I mean, you stopped at that point. I didn't stop. <laughs> you actually, didn't. it hurt. Oh I mean, you didn't keep swelling up. And I uh, didn't have any kind of. I've gotten stung over the years. I okay. never had an, an allergic reaction. I had an old friend who uh, had a bad case of arthritis, and he was also a beekeeper. Oh. And yeah. he would just handle the bees without any protection on his hands because he said, "I don't mind getting." Well, he didn't. He didn't want them to sting him because yeah. they'll die. You know. Yeah, right. At the same time, he's like, if they do, yeah, it actually makes my arthritis less intense. That could be. I yeah. yeah. I was like, well, uh, that's that's one way to you go than about me, it. I guess. Yeah. I, there's you know. also Tylenol. You know. I mean. Uh, <laughs> but, but he. Uh, yeah, he swore by it. He's like, I get stung a couple times. I can. Yeah. I can. Uh, well, he was he was used to it. Yeah. I mean, don't get me yeah. wrong. I, I I it didn't feel good. No. But it wasn't. It was. It was like just a little hornet or whatever. You know. Yeah. It's like, that's a that's a pure chunk of like heat though, right? Where oh, it yeah. happens, and you're just like, <laughs> just you're like, not gonna forget it. Nope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna forget. It's it. like that was not a mosquito. Not at all. Has Has anybody? Uh, come up to you and offered you a stinky dryer sheet as a possible... You put it under your collar. You know what? We've, I mean... We've got so a, a little history with that, with the dryer sheet. And is that, that supposed that, to work? That and some Avon products. Well, some, oh. some people believe it does, and I, for Others. one, say it does not work at all. Interesting. And I, I have no beef with Avon, but I will say all that, yeah. all that that product got me was attacked by bugs and greasy at the same time. So I was like, <laughs> wow, now I'm twice as uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. I mean... And I smell like... Something. There's those. Know. There's those home remedies. You know. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I yes. don't know. Yeah. You, you need the DEET. I think it's the DEET. I, I. I mean, I think so. I mean, that's for scientifically proven. I mean. Right. You know. Well. So. <clears throat> I know too from some travels that, like, in some parts of western, northwestern Canada and Alaska, if they have a bush plane where they're going to fly you out to a location. Yeah. During the summer. Yeah. They have to have a full bug suit. For every person on the plane, because if you land in the tundra yep. by you know necessity, yep. accidental yep. shutdown or whatever, I believe it. You might. I, I, I. It seems strange to say they could take your life, but it, you, it, you'd almost wish they would. Because yeah, it's, no, it's just from the from the you know the worst experiences that, that I've had. Yeah. Well, we were talking about boundary waters, so that that was. I mean, honestly, when you were inside that tent in the boundary waters. You you didn't know if you were there or in the African jungle. Right. There was this right. buzz outside. Buzz. Yeah. Zzz, hum. Yeah. Yeah. That wouldn't stop. And then you know, yeah, you, you gotta go. Yeah. You know, and it was just like you knew what you were getting into. Yep. You know. Yep. So, 
I still remember watching my my tent buddy light up his cigar. And yeah. He took his feet, and it was short enough tent that he had his bare feet on the screen window. Oh, yeah. And he put his foot down, and there was just this outline of mosquitoes in the shape of his foot. And he <laughs> yeah. said, said, God, as a science teacher, I find that fascinating. <laughs> Disturbing, but fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, get that stogie out of the tent, and good luck. You know? Right. Yeah. 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 Interesting stuff. Well, here's just kind of a two-piecer for you, and we'll try not to okay. take your entire afternoon here, but yep. very kind. We're speaking with... Yeah. You know, Joel, Joel Shapiro, Shapiro, jazz master, uh, guitarist, uh, many different uh, musical groups you're with. Yep. Um, what are some of the names? Be, and I know, weren't you backing up a vocalist at one point, too, I, right? I still do. Okay. So, well, the, my longest, you know, uh, jazz colleague yeah. that I'm still working with all the time is Charmin Michelle. There we go. Yeah. The, gr- the great singer. Yep. And her and I, so 19... 70, 1997. So 26 years in running. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So it's a so, legacy. <clears throat> at this point, it is. I mean, it's really, it's something to, to, to work with somebody that long. You've, you've I mean, familial. Yeah. It is. Yeah. You, you've watched like a lot of life changes happen. Yeah. You know, we both got married around the same time, like within yep. a couple months of each other. Wow. And we both, I mean, grown older together I'm sure. not ready to say like we both grown old yeah <laughs> you know what I mean but I mean you know yeah it's not like I don't know why that struck me so much <laughs> well because sometimes parts. well it's like I said in our age group there's days when you wake up and it's just like yeah you know there isn't but, enough coffee in the kitchen to, exactly yes. right but yes. some days you know you, you can still kind of I still got it yeah <laughs> yeah know? yeah but but anyway so 26 years in running and we work together a lot, as a matter of fact. I mean, so we have three recordings out. One of them we made the very, we actually finished it the very last week before all hell broke loose with the, right. the, the, the pandemic. Right. Yeah. I don't wow. really, I don't talk much about that period now. matter what line of work you were in it was yeah just the, yeah the world got weird the world got and weird stayed stayed that way yeah pretty much and, yeah. and john munson also said how awful it was for musicians you know yeah, who played lives weren't weren't open no you <laughs> hit it, it honestly it just went hit the brick wall and just rocked yeah. wow. you know yeah. so everybody i mean amongst other things yeah so you lost all your gigs the only gig i had well, I had a couple. They were all online. Right. You know, I had my regular Sunday church gig. They were sure. good enough to keep me. Yeah. They have my undying loyalty for that. You know, and then I'd have other places, um, you know, because companies were trying to make the best of it, too. Like, we're going to have our onla- our holiday party online. Right. Yeah. And they'd, they'd do the whole thing, including, like, music and everything online. Sure. I, sure. I was grateful for that. Yeah. yeah. You know, they, they at least tried. Right. And it gave guys like us, like, you know, uh, a little bit of income and yep. also just a chance to play. Right. You know, but, but you know, the, the, the thing that was hardest for me, just me, was, like, all of a sudden I had nothing but time on my hands. Right. Mm. You know, and I had never, I mean, if you go from being, like you guys know, being busy, yep. like, every day, pretty much yep. all day, to like 
suddenly I, I have nothing on my calendar except for one one hour service on a Sunday morning. Right. right. It's bizarre. Uh, yeah. 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 Wow. So so that that I, I was having this conversation with somebody else the other day for whatever reason, and I said, "Yeah, well, you know, I thought if if this is what retirement is, I'm not interested." <laughs> you know, just keep playing. Yeah. yeah. What well, was the Willie Willie Nelson hey. comment about uh, Trigger his guitar? You keep Trigger working, I'll keep working until one of us dies. Fair you enough. Know? <laughs> you know, he, and, he's, and he's still doing it. He is. He just so. had a ninetieth birthday celebration 90? concert he's, he's in his oh 90s my goodness yeah, yeah. he had this well, i mean you can find it on youtube it's yeah. just i just love to recent. watch this guy named mark Rollwine repair his guitar on youtube that's so much fun man that thing has seen like some serious two miles. sound holes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. What, unbelievable what does he call it what's the name of his guitar does he uh trigger trigger it's, trigger. A, it's a martin yeah. like yep. a nylon string martin yeah. okay yeah. you know he, it's got if you if i mean when you hear him You'll recognize the sound of it. Oh yeah, it's very distinct. Yeah, you know? yeah. and that's that's the comment from Mark. Is like this. It's it's got its own. Oh yeah. it's got its own sound. People oh, yeah. know Trigger. Oh, big time. Huh. You know, yep. it's, uh, but just to listen to that guy talk about, I'm putting hide glue on these, <laughs> yeah. elevating here, and yeah. we're gonna oh, yeah. get some dead skin off the bridge here. <laughs> you know, file down, file down the. Yeah. Yeah, frets a wow. little bit, and it's like, oh my god, it's it's the most wonderful bedtime story you've ever heard in your life. Yeah, well, he's, he's a legend. You know. A two piecer here, if I can. Yep, from our listenership. So, what would you say would have been your favorite lure during those seminal Boy Elroy punk days, <laughs> the Twin Cities punk days? That's days. hilarious. The Minutemen were trying to I've, be Boy I've got, Elroy. I've got, I've got an answer, Sorry, Mike. It's just how it is. <laughs> no. Yeah. The, the lazy Ike. The lazy Ike. <laughs> hey, all right. <laughs> kind of that wobbler. Again, Which color? Wobbler. Was it orange? Yeah. Well, uh, so I, I, I mean, I could be wrong, but like the original one, the kind of prototype. Yeah. Wasn't it that kind of greenish? Yeah. Like sort designed to look like a fish yeah. or a yeah. frog yeah. or whatever. Some, yeah. Some, that, some kind of alien life form. That's, that's what I. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what I think of. Yeah. That's awesome. Twin, twin troubles Ike. hanging on the bottom. Yeah. They grab every weed in the lake. <laughs> you, I remember Got that it. too. You, yeah. You'd, you'd get weeds with those things. So, so part two for that then is, yep. you know, and I, I did mention this earlier. Even in those those fireball this is not art days oh yeah boy elroy yeah um we could hear the seeds of jazz yeah it was coming yeah it was around the corner yeah so as a jazz musician with everything that goes with the world of jazz the various schools yep what would you choose as a lure today oh <laughs> Boy, that's a tough with, one stick with a daredevil or? <laughs> <laughs> well you have to understand that you know since I, my fishing days, quote unquote, right. and those other lures. I yeah. mean, there must be all kinds of new. You know what I mean? More than likely. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, but you know, I mean, if I'll tell you, then this this is the truth. If I was going to go trolling again, right. I'm going red and white daredevil right. with right. the devil, devil on head, it. right in the middle. Yeah, because because when I, absolutely. Whenever I, to me, that was like the authentic. Oh, otherwise, yeah. otherwise, well, is this generic? Or you, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you yeah. know, so yeah, I've got a daredevil that's green and white, no devil head. That was the one that still fought had the price tag on it from my oh, dad. Yeah. You know, from my your dad's, dad's been gone for thirty years. Oh, it said okay. like Zier Shopper City, a dollar fifty. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. That, you know, I mean, <laughs> we appreciate <laughs> it, but that's not it's not a daredevil. No, man. yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Gonna have that nice box with yes. the cellophane top yes. or the yes. plastic yeah. cover. Meps, Meps number. 
before. Oh, maps. I, oh, I remember those. The maps. Yeah. Yeah, those were cool. Good stuff. I caught them. Bjorn was big on, northern yeah. on, maps on the, on the maps. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is all I'm ever using again. This is it. That's the thing. This is it. Yeah. Never had the same luck. No, it, it, it doesn't work that way, no, but that's, no. that's funny, though. <laughs> but I apologize. I no, that's all right. We, we were, uh, so Willie Nelson has his trigger. Yes. Do you ever name any of your guitars? And yeah. that's, a that's a great a question. That's a great question. guitar, and, and I do. Apex. Oh, great. I, I do. Um, so, uh, I'll give you an example. So, you know, I I, I went to Italy for the first time recently, mm-hmm. which was you know, that's a whole other story. But yeah. I mean, it was just just the greatest trip. And whenever I go to you know, especially foreign cities, you mm-hmm. know, European cities or whatever, I always I always seek out like the one vintage guitar shop absolutely which which is always you know really interesting you know and then i'm not going to say it's the downside because it's not the downside but we'll say like the costly side is uh-huh. if i find something i really love yeah then you then the wheels start spinning of how am i going to make this work <laughs> right. and i have to get this instrument back, back home. from from yeah. rome right wow from rome yeah. right to to St. Paul, yeah, you know, and that's that's not an easy trek. There's no nonstop no. flight, no, you know, and and it's an ex- you know, I mean, it's honestly, it's a, it's a valuable instrument, right? So I bought for for listeners out there and musicians, I bought a a Gibson SJ200 Jumbo, wow, steel string acoustic in yeah. a in a really great tiny tiny little guitar shop in the middle of Rome from yeah. from this you know Italian guitar dealer. And uh, I just absolutely love the instrument, but uh, I, okay. So I, your question was, do I name them? Well, I named that one Rome. Hey, nice. <laughs> you know, you had to, yeah. So, so it's kind of like Italia. It's like right to the point, <laughs> right? But I do, I, I, I do have names for the other ones. Yeah, not not going, all of them. Not going Pete Townsend and putting like reflective numbers on each of your guitars. No, I don't. I don't need to. <laughs> I, I, you know, I. I I, I, I own a like a collection that's that's suitable for like a professional guitar player. Right. In my opinion, right. I'm not. I mean, I'm not a rock star. Right. I don't have you know a thousand guitars. Sure. The ins- the instruments that I do own, I, I use all of them. Right. You know, and if there's ever anything that like sits for longer than I'd say like two years or whatever, mm-hmm. I, I that means I, I don't really need it, and I've been downsizing lately. Right. And hmm. frankly, I'm glad. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, so, but yeah, no. There's other ones that have little names that you know, but that that's 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 the one that's kind of most. It's definitely the most recent, right? You know, so Rome so, SJ SJ two hundred. So does, it's a does big, SJ mean Southern Jumbo? Yes. Yeah. I, I owned one of those for yeah, about forty five minutes. The, the large, <laughs> the biggest Gibson. Yep. Flat top. Sounded beautiful. Yeah, I mean that that's right. So I love this guitar. Yeah. I used it on this outdoor gig yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I mean I've used it quite a bit actually since I bought it. But uh um it's like I said, you, you know, in order for me to not only purchase it, but to like go through what it took yeah. to get it home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You better like Did it. Did you have to buy it its own seat? No, I, I I got super lucky <laughs> okay. because 
It's too big to fit in the overhead bins. Right. I knew that oh, going God, into yes. it. It's a big guitar. It's big. It's like large. And I'm like, you know, I was like, I really hope I run into like, you know, flight attendants that are like, you know, in a good yeah. mood and feeling yeah. helpful. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you do, sometimes yeah. you don't. Oh, absolutely. But they, but they, on two different flights, they they, they totally out. accommodated me. And they're like, oh, no, we'll put it in the closet. We'll find. And I was just like, this is the best. Oh, right. because great. It, it, I, I wouldn't have been comfortable handing it, it off. It can't go in the... It can't. I know. It just yeah, can't. Yeah, and that's, and that's kind of the dilemma. Yeah. So, but, you know, I mean, it, it all worked out, so... Yeah, I owned a Southern Jumbo for about 45 minutes. Yeah. A good friend of mine came over, and he was a... He, too, played a lot of weddings. Yeah. He was an acoustic guitarist, yeah. and he was like... I'm using this, if you don't mind. Man. Really? I'm using this every time I get a yeah. gig. I'm playing a wedding. I'm using your Southern Jumbo. I was yeah. like, okay. And I realized in the back of my head, I paid about $400 more than I have. Yeah. In total. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on this planet no, for I, this guitar. Yeah. And I, I had to bring it back. And I was... Oh, really? Oh, and they were cool enough to take it back. But I was just... I felt like I was... It was like, really? I had no business, you know. I was like... Oh. It was such a beautiful sound. Unbelievable. Yeah, Cracked mean, old sunburst yeah. finish. Oh, yeah. It, just, it sounded gorgeous. Yeah, well, and I couldn't look, afford man, it. I mean, it's like now, since you worked as a school teacher so long, I'm yeah. sure you're entitled to a nice song. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, it comes full circle. Go back. Come on, Bjorn. You still got that? Yeah. I want it now. No, no you can't have it. I'm sorry. You, you turned your back on this. So you're yeah. going to leave now. Get out. Wow. Well, Fudd, what do you think? Should we, well, should we let the man have some Sunday I think so. It's been so home? great to have you. Oh, my goodness. Th- thanks, yeah. guys. It was, it was super fun. Well, if good. If you uh, good. Ever, ever have any interest in telling us some more Joel Shapiro fishing stories and or jazz yeah. moments. Yeah. Yes. Or, I, I we, got, we'd love I to got, have you again. That would be great. I, be I, I play cool. a lot of jazz gigs, but I, yeah. like I said, I haven't been I haven't been fishing for a while. Oh. And it's like, yeah. I feel like I'm due. Yeah, you know. Yeah, get that red, red and white daredevil out. Get it out, trolling. Get it's that somewhere thing in the water. I got a tackle box. Yes, I do. I just found mine in my garage. That, my, okay, mine is. is in the garage somewhere. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know? We we could do the old uh, visit Joel in his garage. Open up the tackle box, tackle box, and you can tell us the history piece of all the lures. Piece. Yeah, we've, we've done that with, <laughs> like, with certain. You still have the lazy Ike. During the... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's in the tackle box. <laughs> Well, thanks so much, Thank Joel. you so Welcome. much. Welcome. Thanks, you guys. Yeah, it, was, it was really fun. Thanks, Absolutely. guys. So good. Yeah, thanks, fantastic. Joel. Well, it's been uh, our second musician in a row. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess it is kind of an underlying cabin country theme we've got. Lately, yeah. It's, it's a fishing musician. It just... Recently had David Ebner from Yeah Yeah Fine, and yeah. now Joel Shapira. Joel Shapira. I guess you know if you're a musician and and you're a Minnesotan, there's probably a good chance you've enjoyed cabin country absolutely life there's, there's at some, some point. Fishing or there's some hunting in your past. But, you know if you're if you find yourself in the glow of St. Paul's number one. Yes. Look around. He's he's playing out. I mean he's yeah. out there. So jazz clubs, the Dakota and Minneapolis. You bet. And. Uh, JNS Coffee, <laughs> playing there regularly. Yes, they've got St. kind of Paul. a sit-in, sit-in uh, musicians gig. It sounds like that. Yeah, on Fridays, I think. Friday yeah, Friday nights, right? Friday so. afternoon, Friday evening. Yeah. Joel plays acoustic guitar, and his friend Pete Hennig plays banjo. They call themselves Twin Town Strings, and you can hear them live or pick up a CD at JS Bean Factory in St. Paul. Joel also has a solo guitar album called Triple Bridge, which you heard a few songs from during the interview. 
And be sure to look for Joel's albums on iTunes and Spotify with the great jazz vocalist Charmin Michelle. Really excellent stuff. Again, thanks, and uh, we'll look forward to having you join us on the next Cabin Country. That's right. Break some coals here and let the cabin door swing shut. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.